Okay. All right, episode two. <laughs> <laughs> Inside Will Travels. Yes. How, how do you want to introduce yourself as? Okay, hi friends. Um, let's see, Ray. Yeah. My name is Ray. You're Ray. <laughs> All right, awesome. All right, okay. just jumping right yeah. into it. Okay. What did she tell you, this woman? So, this woman, quite a profound experience, really. She asked me, you know, what is my mission here on this earth? This last time around. Well, last time around being that had, you know, I draw that previous conclusion, realizing yeah. it's my last time on earth. Yeah. Anyways, so she asked me and I go to fall in love with myself all over again. But now, all over again, because I've done it many times, and I met myself as in every expression of myself and Mother Earth, right? Every expression. Every expression of myself. Because there's this beautiful thing, right? Like, in a Kesha Lakian, I am you, you are me. We are all one. Yeah. But we don't want to see the different expressions of ourselves as, like, we don't want to see them as separate, but we also want to praise our own being and praise what we are seeing. Mm -hmm. So, therefore, it is okay to have that slightest bit of ego that allows you to see... Yourself, so you can fall in love with yourself all over again. Mm. Does that make so sense? So you can't fall in love with yourself without that little ego. Without the little ego, I don't think it's inherently bad to have a little bit of an ego. Mm. If we had no ego, we would not be on this plane. So they, so who the fuck is they, right? Yeah. But this concept of letting go of ego. So you're suggesting that we hold on to just a little bit of it in oh. order to sustain that self love. That way we can experience ourselves all over again, right? So here's the tea. Here's the tea. And this, you know, I'm trying to say this without the ego being present. Mm -hmm. It recently came to attention that this might be my last time on earth. Mm. Like my last time on this physical plane. And that all adds up for me, right? That's intense. Yes. That's intense, and I get a little bit of yeah. goosebumps when you say that. Yeah. Because what, what does that mean? Is that a collective as all of us? Is this our last time around, or you are specifically feeling? My being. Your being. My entity, which is all everyone's entity, but again, there is this, I am in hosting this spectrum of um, the universal consciousness, or it is hosting me, right? But I decided like we all do to kind of in a way we're still part of it all one but we kind of decide to plop down in a way we kind of decide to like tear a little piece of off of the hub the source of the consciousness to plop down on this physical plane so we can fall in love with ourselves all over again mm -hmm. so we can experience the vastness of ourselves and go back home and then come back like play yeah like we're it's all part of play like yeah. the self is expressing itself through almost game by in creating all of these extensions of itself exactly. by making these ego-based beings yeah. so we can play in this realm where we can learn all of these different things about our, our inner selves and which is just it's, self it's, it's just self in itself regenerating this is what we are doing here is to regenerate ourselves we the infinite is a sustained source mm -hmm. we are the infinite we are helping sustain it by sustaining 
this playtime, by being a part of this divine orchestration, <laughs> by being here and being like, this is my stage. Yeah. They handcrafted, I handcrafted this shit. We all handcrafted this just for me yeah. and just for you, yes. for all of us, right? But I go back to the ego. Why would we be given an ego? Mm-hmm. If it was, people want to say it's bad and it's good or whatever. No, things are inherently not bad nor good. They right. just are. Right. So people get attached to detaching from the ego. Mm-hmm. I am about learning healthy ego. And in turn, healthy ego disintegrates. And I, it's good to identify the ego within you so that way you can separate spirit from ego, mm-hmm. but sometimes they dance together. The spirit is an excellent dancer with all things. Now, do you think spirit, higher self, and yeah. ego are all separate, or is spirit part of the higher self? Is it the higher self? Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, spirit. Um, Higher self, I mean, with spirit, self disintegrates because everything is self, so nothing is. Everything is self, so nothing so is. So nothing is. Right. With the, here's the thing is that I've been working on is like when I create one thing, I in turn create two. So if I, not necessarily, but in a lot of circumstances, like hear me out with this, right? So if I say... There is, by distinguishing one thing, you are distinguishing another. Does that make sense? By distinguishing one thing, you are distinguishing another. You create an opposition to it. Understand. Unless you realize the source of it all. So, I don't know, higher self, there is no higher, like, spirit is everything. Mm -hmm. Right? So, like, maybe my higher self is what's part of operating this vessel, but the spirit is everything. My spirit is everything. The spirit is the infinite. The higher self is the distinction. So mm-hmm. yeah, I think they're a little bit different. Yeah. yeah. Hey guys. Okay. Hello. Hi, Whoa. We got a lot going on here. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. Yeah, it looks like it. It does. What y'all doing? Um, well, I helped clean out this woman's house who recently passed away. Mm. Um, and this is part of my process is cleaning out all these herbs so we can take them to the recycling. Huh. Um, and some of them are expired or a little too Yeah, old. If, if you see you, anything you want, go ahead. Yeah. Take it. Okay, so jumping right back in since we got a little <laughs> <laughs> um, off course there for a second. So you were right. talking about your higher self. Right. And you were talking about your need the fact that self and spirit it's all one and the same is that what you were saying right yeah a little bit okay so tell me what so you're spirit saying spirit is one and well, spirit is everything okay question answered higher self so when i talk about the self as in like Ray, my being, my entity that tore off from the hub capsule in this form with this characteristic and these lessons to learn, 
that's my ego talking because then I am creating the illusion of separate, mm-hmm. separateness, right? But I don't think, again, this is inherently bad. I think it's a way to think about the world. Sometimes I have to talk about myself as mm-hmm. in just my being. Um, and whenever I do that, that's the ego talking. But it's a beautiful way because it's like we take a step back so we can push forward. So we take a step back to talk about myself, to realize my entanglements with everything else and disintegrate the illusion of self. That's why I say have a healthy relationship with your ego more than trying to detach from your ego because a lot of people have really unhealthy and hurt egos, myself included, insecurities, healing needs to be done. Learn how to develop a healthy relationship and then in turn it will begin to disintegrate Mm. because sometimes when people detach, they ignore and then the ego festers and manifests in a lot of sad ways because it's just hurt and needs attention. It's like the little girl, the little like boy in you, you know, that the ego is pouty, it's cry, but so we need to give it love. We need to love having an ego because the only thing left to do is loving everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. So anywho, so when I talk about myself, maybe my higher self refers to like Ray's being and this vessel that I'm in and my identification with it, which comes with some of the ego in the higher self, the spirit is everything. Right? That's when that, that the ego is no, cannot enter the realm of the spirit. Yeah. So your ego helps you on your journey. Oh, yeah. Through, through this, as we were talking about play, the ego is almost like the favorite toy. wow the ego it's the favorite toy but it's not the most loved toy Mm. right so it's the favorite toy it's the most used toy yeah but everyone talks shit on you get you get fucking shit for loving that toy so much or for using that toy like like a comfort blanket or something like that yeah yeah you know and it's just funny but it's like it's also a beautiful thing to have this ego and then you you know sometimes you never even get rid of that toy like your favorite toy that you couldn't like not take wherever you went and then you grow up and it's still somewhere hidden in the basement and maybe the basement is like the representation for when we when we finally awaken into this sense of like separation from ego and self and understanding the separation between the two, but we still don't let go, and it's still nice to go and look back and kind yeah. of reassess the memory yeah. of those. Happy- and then that could lead into, you know, needing to just love your inner child and inner child yeah, work, which work. could be a completely different thing. Yeah. But, oof, that's unpacking a lot right there. <laughs> no, this, that is unpacking a lot. Like, I feel I, like people don't talk about inner child work enough. Oh, inner child work everything everything literally everything children oh my gosh so there was this one podcast coincidentally i was listening to passion harvest great podcast it was about this one woman's near-death experience she said she met god i'm not going to tell the whole story the three things she remembered from god love is the only thing that stays be out in nature more and learn to be like a child. Mm. So that was the three things God told her when she came back down to the physical plane to preach the world. And I, yeah, yeah, period, absolutely. 
you know so love this does play a major part in the conversation is the the healing work of the inner child the healing work of the inner child which has encom- entanglements with ego the reason why we heal our inner child and heal our ego is so that they don't require so much attention because when people attempt to detach before they are ready from the ego, it festers and it will tick at them more. Like if you ignore the little child, it's gonna start yelling louder. Mm. So you need to love the presence of the ego, love the presence of the inner child. Go back and fucking give yourself a hug. Give that little kid a hug, damn it. They probably fucking needed it. Yeah. You know? And it's so crazy. Um, I was just talking to my friend this morning about that inner child work mm. and, and how essential it's so full circle, yeah. you yeah. know, because yeah. like how essential that piece has been in her spiritual healing, in her like even daring to enter into the conversations yeah. we're talking about. It's like first things first, I need to deal with this stuff from way back when. Oh yeah. And I mean and here's the thing too. The beauty of it, right? There's this interconnectedness. This interconnectedness. It's so, everything's so interconnected. So if I do one speck, one speck of healing, whether it's healing from my trauma 25 years ago, I'm not even that old, but like, you know what I mean? Like healing from a long time ago, everything in that interconnected web, think of a, I always picture a spider's web, right? Everything in that web that is connected to that arena will begin to heal. You throw a fucking pebble in the ocean and it still makes a goddamn ripple. Mm. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And so like any healing you do, whether it's like you take that fucking five minutes to like dance in your room to your favorite song. That's therapeutic and the inner child loves that shit. So we need to learn to play like children. I cannot advocate for that enough in talking to that little kid inside of you. Fucked up shit happens to us. And it's nobody's fault. It's not your parents' fault. No. It's not your siblings' fault. It's not God's fault. Whatever. Who fucking cares? It happens. And you grow. You know? And go back and give that little kid a hug. Because, damn it, they're so strong. Absolutely. And they're so love. Like, the children, man, they are They're closer. There are less illusions to God's love mm. when you're a kid. And that's why, and then people shun the kids. They don't listen to the kids, the imaginary friends. Mm-hmm. Why do we not listen to them? Maybe there's something going on there. Absolutely. You know, and so harnessing and healing and loving the little kid inside of you, loving the little kid when it was angry. Yeah. Hug the picture. I always picture hugging my little, my little girl inside of me. Yeah. You know, um, there's this beautiful story. Um, of my little sister, actually, mm-hmm. who I, I don't want to put her on blast or anything, yeah. but um, she has this story of basically talking to angels and deciding um, who who her family was going to be before she, when she was a little girl. When she was a little girl, she wow. would she would tell this Holy story shit. constantly of just deciding, like, oh no, I know who my family is going to be. I pick my mom and dad and sister. I know hundred percent you know, who it's going to be and like deciding with the angels and then waiting patiently for the opportunity to come to earth. And like, she would tell this story with such audacity. <laughs> like she was just like, this is fact. This, this is, is fact. This is <laughs> like, like, and you know, 
I would listen, and I was only five myself, so I was just like, yeah, she's right, you know? Yeah. Like, like, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, looking back on that, holy shit. Holy shit. What, <laughs> what a profound what a, wisdom right profound there. Profound wisdom is held at those early stages and truly, like, remembering and grasping that. And, and I'm so thankful that I have that story, yeah. you know, because how much power... Can you can you think about is harnessed if we embody what that story is saying, you know, because it's like the, the self is deciding when and where it's going to to become like yeah. when and where it's going to identify as ego in what parts of the hub capsule. The, I like to call it the source, the hub of it all are going to peel off with it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because, like, there's, like, that's how I picture it. It's just a giant energy hub, and little parts peel off. Energy is never created nor destroyed, it is recycled. Mm, exactly. And th- she would talk about a conveyor belt. <laughs> a conveyor belt. <laughs> I <think> that- <laughs> wow. I, I cannot. I have to meet her. You I will. Meet her. <laughs> I have to meet her. You know what's peculiar? Is my sister was the first person, and she told me this probably when I was about 16, 17. She's living on the Hawaiian Islands, and my sister's just a magical fairy that runs around the earth. Um, Beautiful. You know, she has a lot of... She's been really swallowed by her demons, but she said to me so long ago, she's like, Amber, and she, my brother was there too. She goes, you guys, we all chose to be in each other's lives. Mm-hmm. She's like, we decided this. Like, mm-hmm. I chose you to be my sister. I chose you to be my brother. I chose our parents to be our parents. Oh, my God. It was all... And I go... Damn, she's on to that. Like, she was on it. How old was she? Oh, she, I mean, she was in her early 20s when she was saying this. She's 26 now, but she was younger than that. And, like, 20, you know, anywho. And that's a beautiful thing, that lesson. So when I see her, and she's so engulfed in her demons, you know, she's a heroin addict. Mm. I'm sorry. That's yeah, that's quite all right. You know, I have faith she will heal. Anywho, I tell her because she always she the thing about addiction and that people are so stigmatizing towards those that suffer with this mental illness, this mental health condition, addiction. And so people are so quick to point fingers and judgments and they don't realize like you know, being selfish is a symptom of the illness, right? Being, prioritizing drugs over friends is a symptom of the illness, but it's hard to grasp. So I get it, right? Practice patience with everyone. Anywho, so when she's really engulfed in her demons sometimes, but I let, I see that bit of her light shine through in moments and, you know, she's really just scared of everything. I remind her of that. I go, she feels guilty everyone you know everyone makes addicts feel like shit i remind her i was like i was you know i chose to be your sister don't forget that like i chose you yeah you chose me i chose you because she doesn't let anyone in but sometimes i can get through to her but then she always feels bad and i just i chose her yeah you know absolutely yeah that's yeah. uh that's a really hard one to to get into the concept of addiction um yeah yeah, you want to sit down for that one? Yeah. <laughs> you want to sit down? I got to... <laughs> Let me have a try. Sorry. Get the soap off these dishes really fast. Um, yeah. yeah, with... Um, 
I guess I'll just say when it comes to addiction and particularly uh, the, the opioid addiction, um, I mean, that, that's a rough one. It's, a, it's rough to even start the conversation on that. Like, I literally needed to ground myself. <laughs> like, like, you needed to take a seat I'm, on the floor. I'm yeah. sitting on the floor. Yeah, okay. Um, well, this is this is home. Yeah, it Let's, does. You know, we can choose to talk about it, we can choose to not talk about it. I mean, okay, so what you're saying, you're coming from the perspective of sister. Yeah, sister. You're coming from the perspective of sister. That's a totally different perspective than mine, Mm -hmm. which is significant other, Mm -hmm. past significant other, Mm -hmm. and significant other from for a long time, like middle school and replaying character in life and watching this person succumb to addiction. Mm. Um, One of the most heartbreaking, (laughs) no words, you know, no, no words uh, to witness that loss of being Mm. Um, and you speak of glimmers of that person, glimmers of your sister. And I can, I can hear that. I can understand that. Um, and that's your sister. So you can always be there in term because she's your sister. Uh, but I so sadly, and I say it with sadness, had to choose self over, you know, like mm. being there anymore. Oh, I did too. That's the thing about about it. Yeah, I chose self, and it feels shitty, man. (laughs) Oh, stand in your light, my dear. Stand in it. Yeah, you should choose yourself a thousand times over. You have chosen yourself a thousand times over. Yeah, trusting that. We can only love, but people can only receive when they want to receive. And at that point, we can love from distance, we can love through time. But something that love has to go back to ourselves. And it has to go back to ourselves first. Otherwise, you will never be able to help a single soul. Yeah. I hear you. And I appreciate you. That's some real shit. Yeah. That's why we're on the floor. Yeah. That's why we're sitting on the floor (laughs) next to a compost pile of herbs. Yeah. With all this old random assortment of spices. Ah, yeah. I'm... (laughs) Yeah. No, but be... Seriously... It's not your fucking job, if I'm being honest. It's not your fucking job to stand by. It's not. Yeah, I've done it with my sister. I've done it with my cousins. I've done it with my mother. I've done it with all my... Fuck. Mm -hmm. It's not your fucking job. Your job is to take care of yourself. Yeah. Damn it. (laughs) You're entitled to that. And it's like, it, it's like your sir, it's like ego serving the higher self. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> that's it, mama. That's the thing. That's why we have to hold on to some 
some ego because without that then, ego, I would have never been able to hold on to self. And how the fuck am I supposed to be like Mother Teresa until I heal my ego? Absolutely. Damn it. Um, like, I, yes, I want to learn how to love unconditionally. Love is a regenerating force. But people don't be so quick to simplify it. It's nuanced. Sometimes that love has to go back to me. To me. Oh my gosh, yes. To me, because if I want to be self-sustaining, like the whole, look at the way the whole system is doing it. I need to do it like the whole system. I need to give to myself, right? Absolutely. And damn it, it's okay to be fucking selfish. (laughs) It's okay to be fucking selfish. And it warrants. It really warrants. There are those life situations like the ones we're talking about where it just, it warrants. And it hurts. Oh, yeah. And it's it's messy and it's gross and it's uncomfortable. But it's it's all just part of the journey. It's all just part of the play. And... I've talked to some people when I say the word play and they, they're like, well, I don't really like that because it feels like a game. Like it doesn't matter. Like it doesn't matter. Yeah. There there you go. Like it doesn't matter. But isn't play like one of the greatest parts of like, like learning and growth is like, Mm. like how we play is almost everything. Like I was, I was told recently by a very special woman, um, that how we play around like five to eight years old is a direct reflection of what we'll be doing in like our careers. Like if we follow our passions and follow our dreams, they align very similarly. Mm -hmm. And like, if that is the case, if that is true, and you know, like we can look that up and find examples Mm -hmm. of that because she was very sure of that, then play is essential. (laughs) And through all ages, you know, through all the ages. And if, if life is play, it, it's all, it's, it, it's okay to say play. It's okay to say we're playing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we're playing The woman right who told you that is very wise. And you, therefore, are also very wise for listening. <laughs> Thank you. So, one quick thing I'll say about the ego, and then I'm going to go on this quick yeah. tangent. Yeah, please. Right, to develop that necessary ego is to also distinguish it and find absence in it and that's just my damn opinion and if you don't like it do whatever right say it one more time so to have a healthy relationship with your ego and develop that Mm -hmm. and give to yourself first right learn all that loving behavior Mm -hmm. is to learn how to love everyone Mm -hmm. if you learn how to love yourself and sometimes that requires ego coming first putting yourself first being whatever if you want to call it selfish it's not fucking selfish love yeah right yeah anyways surrendering to love surrendering to love and so in turn in all ways in which that means and always and love is fucking painful people are like oh it's all love and it is all love but god damn it does it hurt to give a shit (laughs) yes Yes, i give a shit about the people starting yes i give a shit about houseless people yes i give a shit about myself that little girl inside of me yes i give a shit about so many things and that's hard, mm-hmm. but it's beautiful. But coming back to self, and self is within us. Yes, it starts within us. Exactly. Wow. It, the self starts within us. So once we feel, I, this is wonderful for me <laughs> in this moment because I've been on this journey to really hear my being, mm. my being's voice. I go, what? 
what do they want? Yeah. What does he, she, they want? So I've been, the heads of me going on my backpacking trip, hiking 20 miles in the woods. No, I've never been backpacking. I've barely been camping in my life. But I'm going, <laughs> and I'm going in the woods for three days and three nights by my lonesome because I need to just hear my being because that's, that loving ourselves starts, it starts with that. Yes. That love giving to ourselves because then our sense of self expands. It becomes expansive and thus we are able to love all things as ourselves, but we gotta start with ourselves and then it go go inward to radiate outward. To be like, oh yeah, everything is myself. Wow, this is profound. (laughs) (laughs) Wonderful. It's fucking great, Great, dude. Great, okay. It was amazing. That's amazing. I'm so excited yeah. to hear about this wow. trip. Wow. 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 You're so you're so wonderful giving me this wonderful system. Going back to playing though. Because I really play. have a lot to say on this, but I'll try <laughs> to keep it concise. It's hard for me, man. Okay. So I'm nerdy nerd for science. Hot. Yes. <laughs> so there's this thing called the polyvagal theory. And okay. the polyvagal theory is Dr. Porges interpretation of how trauma is stored in our body everybody has trauma um trauma is what gives us personality and this vessel right here this anciently wise vessel we are given the body this fleshy meat suit stores every single one of our fucking experiences it's brilliant it's brilliant and we don't need to curse our bodies because the only thing it ever wants to do is keep us safe okay things get complicated Right. We heal. We move on. Anyways, so this idea of playing. So there's four different like main systems. And don't quote me on all this, but I'm trying to regurgitate the information I learned from the book um, and had a lot of discussions about in my neuroscientific world. So you heard of like fight or flight yeah. system and that or like blah, blah, blah. Okay, so the first to develop, this is our hierarchy of protection in our central nervous system, which is our unconscious it is 90% of, you know how they have that like, oh, 10% is your conscious awareness, 90% is your unconscious. unconscious. Yep. Yes, that's exactly how it is. It is not, it is not, I will repeat, we only use 10% of our brain. No, we fucking use all of our brain. We just use 10% at one time. Also, mm-hmm. like our conscious, yes, I won't even go into this too much right now unless you want me to. But, so we have in our central nervous system, in our unconscious, four hierarchies. The first to develop is the freeze response. So when we feel endangered, it develops like zero to age two, right? We're going to freeze because we're babies. We can't do anything. So if a saber-toothed tiger is pulling up, we're going to play dead. Okay. <laughs> so this we share, this ancient, wise nervous system is reptilian. It comes from our reptile ancestors. Then our next is fight or flight. Mm -hmm. This is the next hierarchy develop. It develops after age two till I don't fucking know. Six, eight, ten, whatever. Mm -hmm. Develops. So, well, no, no, no. First it's flee. So we get the flee. We got to eat. You know what I mean? We got to run. We got to get out of there. (laughs) I like that. Because we can't fight when we're young. And then the last or the next to develop, the third, is to fight back. So finally, by a certain age, we'll have the capacity. And shit, a saber-toothed tiger coming. Well, you know, I'm going to... Harness up my adrenaline and fight it, right? And then the last 
to develop, right? And this is more nuanced and there's still debate on this central nervous system hierarchy. This is what makes us mammals. This is very mammalian and almost in a way, no, it's actually just very mammalian. Last to develop is the social engagement system. Now, all these things are to keep us safe and healthy, these four systems. If let's say our dad abused us growing up when we were trying to develop a certain system, we're gonna get stuck in that system because it won't have a safe environment to develop. So if our dad abused us and we're four and we're trying to develop our flea response, it's not going to fully develop, so we're gonna get stuck in the freeze. Have you ever had those moments where you just like, you get so anxious you just freeze? Yeah. Or like you get so anxious that you like need to go, you need to get out of there? Yeah. Whatever. So these people want to like talk shit on our nervous system for these things, but they're just trying to keep us safe. And by doing healing, we can fully develop all systems. Going to the fourth system, the social engagement system is not only to keep us safe, but it is for, it's to keep us safe in terms of restoration and like um, healing. So the other systems are mainly like to keep us protected from like outside things the last one is to keep us protected in the certain, like the terms of like healing our bodies. So this idea of like play in the social engagement system. And so play comes from like authentic being. Like have you ever, you know when you're a kid, you watch kids play? That's the social engagement system being activated. That eye to eye contact, that having fun, that running around, that like not thinking about what you're doing, but just allowing yourself to be. Mm-hmm. There's no ego in that, right? It's just playing. You're having fun. Like even when you're older, you can still have those moments where you're just like messing around with your friends. So this actually allows for restoration in our body and our neurons to regenerate because we feel fully safe in this system and our body can heal itself. Mm. Now, Now, do we recognize, is a big part of it recognizing play or is it merely the actions of play? The freeness of play mm. is free because play would be considered a state of mind, right? Yeah, it'd be like a zone you enter and not necessarily aware like, of it, but it is like yeah, it's the freeness of play. play. So as adults trying to enter into play now, because if all of this is play, if everything we do is play, like we've been saying, yeah, then becoming aware of the play is step one. Becoming aware this is play is step one but then allowing ourselves to fully be immersed in the freeness, freeness of, of play. play. Yeah. That's, that, that's an, that would be another. That's a beautiful way to put it. Yeah. And like I was saying earlier, kids don't have many barriers to play. They just play. That's what they fucking do. Super. Mm-hmm. That's what humans do innately. Yeah. But shit gets tricky and like life gets hard and fucked up things happen. So it gets harder to access that state. Mm it gets harder to access that state of just pure playing and being. Now, we see a correlation between people who have major anxiety and depression and all these different psychoses having an interference with being able to enter this play state because they're too caught in their central nervous system, like their sympathetic nervous system or parasympathetic, can't remember, firing and getting too anxious. So they get too caught in one of the other hierarchies so they can't enter play. So thus, then their health goes to shit, right? And then they need more rest and all these other things. It's a really complicated problem. Mm. 
and like why hospitals aren't great because they're not conducive to us accessing the social hierarchy or the social engagement system that actual restoration for our bodies because there's these low like protozonic beeps and our unconscious hear those or all these harsh lighting and people are frustrated and they can't play right but then you have a whole fuck yeah Wow. So it's like, it, it, it's crazy. And it's like, yeah, we need to get back to playing like children. Our society is not conducive to, to play. play. <laughs> no, not. institutions are not conducive to play at all, right? Yeah. I mean, like, you get some recess when you're, but like, recess goes away. And it's like, wait a minute, why the fuck does recess go away? Yeah. I want the monkey bars back, <laughs> damn yeah, it. Absolutely. Where's the kickball? Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, where is that Then you play? fall into... The play becomes the gossip yeah. and the clicks. And because yeah. there's... There, what else do you play with if, if you're confounded walls mm. of, like, limitations? Because yeah. there's no self-expression other than that of creating yeah. chaos within, like, the social hierarchy Therapy. of high school. Exactly. You know? And that's when the recess gets cut off. And, and shit starts getting wonky. Well, in middle school. But yeah. There's not, like, this... Un, like this authentically fabricated connection between individuals when we are connected in that engagement we feel fucking safe and our body does too and that needs all below our conscious awareness like we feel safe so we can heal and we can play and we feel an interconnectedness and interconnectedness with other people the absence of that is detrimental to everything to our fucking mental health, to our fucking physical health, to our spiritual health. And that all goes back exactly. to collective consciousness of higher self. And that yeah. we are all self. Yeah. And <laughs> here's the thing is sometimes you have to go in to go out. Like I'm all about like let's look at healing from the perspective of as many as we can. Like sometimes I have to step into the ego to get out of the ego. Mm. Sometimes I have to play these roles to get out of the rules. I play a fucking role in the circus that is society so that I can get my fucking degree and get out. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like I pay, you know, like you pay your taxes to get like get what you need from the system and fuck off, right? Yeah. You sometimes you have to do that. So like but exactly what like you were talking about earlier with that person and having to just observe them and allow them to sit in their ego and you can just listen because you're so rooted in your own values. That's how I feel about the society and the circus and the institutions. Like, yeah, I'm an academic. Yeah, do I want to go get my PhD and like go be a doctor? Yeah. Do fucking do I fucking hate all the institutions and they make my blood boil and my Aries rising comes out? Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fucking abolitionist, yeah. right? But do I understand that sometimes I'm so like I'm so solidified in my values that even going and working within the institutions, I don't have to explain themselves or explain myself to them and I don't have to I can get like take what I like and leave the rest. Exactly, like everything else. Like everything else. Exactly what you said earlier, and like that's why, you know, people shy away from the institutions of religion because they don't like I was like that when I was sixteen and I was like, fuck this man. Yeah. Like fuck the like I would didn't realize I didn't have the language to express that I was mad at the institution and not the actual teachings of the Bible. I was mad at the interpretation of Exactly. That was through the institution. Like, you know, in, in that, it, we, we were talking about this last night at the fire, where it's like, it, it's basically codes, you know? Like, you can decode it however you want, and you can decode, and there are so many different ways in which it has been decoded. Mm-hmm. But 
that that doesn't mean it's the essence of what is being said and what is being written and and that's the thing too is we are so quick to not be open to the infinite interpretations of the code my interpretation and your interpretation is just as valid as the fucking Pope's interpretation sitting at the Vatican. Because we're all self. Because we are all selves. And so each of our interpretations is just as important. Exactly. Just as valid. And the same in play. And the same in play. And like each, everyone's yeah. way of playing, everyone's way of deciding yeah. that the game is going to go yeah. and the rules they create, it's all yeah. valid. It's all just expression of self. So, and we are all expressions of self. All yeah. egos are expressions of the higher self and the higher collective and the yeah. higher consciousness. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And it's just about discernment, right? Like judgment is about, oh, that's right, that's wrong. Discernment is about that's functioning, that's non-functioning. Mm-hmm. So discerning when it is okay to operate within your ego and when it is okay to not. Or discerning, right? Like, yeah, that's what the woman Tanya told me today anyways when I was also talking to her having some profound conversation <laughs> about whatever. Anyway. Have, have those not been happening the, all lately? day? All day. This is, this is a constant now. And it's amazing. Yeah. It's like once you open the door... Once you decide, okay, I am ready to receive anything and everything that you can throw at me, universe, you just start getting it. Yeah. And it's like non-fucking-stop. Like, yeah. it's not stopping for shit, shit. and I'm so excited. Because we are so loved. Oh, yeah. Each and every one. We are so fucking handcrafted. By self. By fucking <laughs> self. Like, the divine, the divine orchestration, the play is all set for us, baby. Here's your fucking costume. Go. Yeah. And that is saying that is not to invalidate how fucking traumatizing and difficult this can be. Absolutely. Right? It is hard because I love, I'm a pure being of love. So when I see hate being spread by all these institutions, it makes me really angry. It makes that's me okay. sad. You know, but that's beautiful. That's okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's part of it. It's yeah. part of the play. It's part of... And I can go... And I don't have to judge the people. I can discern with the institutions. That's not functioning, in my opinion. But it doesn't, we don't have to spread the hate to the people. <laughs> That's no, not yeah. my job. Not my fucking job. Wow. Thank you, Ray. <sighs> Thank you. Thank you, Ray. This has been so lovely. This has been pretty fucking amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I needed this. I needed this, too. This sense of play... You know, I've, I've been having a hard time playing lately. It comes and goes, right? It's funny. My sister told me as a kid that it was like I always had a stick up my ass. Oh. Like, she said that when we'd be in the car, like, her, my mom would be playing music and the radio in the car, like, dancing and jamming out. And I'd be four in my car seat and I'd be like, turn that down. <laughs> turn it down. I don't want to hear that crap. Um, but... You're yeah. playing now. Oh, I'm playing now. And I've been playing for a while. Just this last week has been more difficult. But, oh, yeah. I play all the time now. It's like once I did a lot of healing and I still got a long ways to go. And the work is never done. But that's not, it's not supposed to be done. Where's the fun in that? Um, I just There'd play be no like more game. There would be no <laughs> more game. You know what I mean? And I love giggling and laughing and experiencing myself going back to the beginning of the conversation. Absolutely. Experiencing 
the infinite. And we have a lot more playing left to do ourselves. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> we got to get these spices to the recycle. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, we should go get do yeah, go yeah. do that and yeah. get some coffee. Oh, goodness gracious. Okay. <sighs> All right. Well, this has been episode two. Yeah. Episode two. <laughs> Two's a good number. Two's a Takes very two to fucking tango, man. We're two right now. Uh, and uh, season one, so two yeah. and one. <laughs> two and one. one. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, absolutely. Oh, man. All right. Thank you for listening. Yeah. Anakin signing out. Yes, thanks for having me, friends. <laughs> He's out. Much love. Fuck yeah.